Hi, everyone. I'm Steve Wollenhouse, and this is Anatomy of Success. Welcome this week, eight misconceptions about millionaires that prevent people from becoming wealthy. Glad you joined us. Let's get started. Welcome back, everyone. Again, I'm Steve Wollenhouse, your host here at Anatomy of Success. We talk about my four tenets of equanimity, better health, healthy relationships, healthy, intimate relationships, and more satisfying work. And as we all know, there's a broad variety of things that pertain to all those categories that we can focus on each and every day to help elevate happiness and life satisfaction. And that's what we attempt to do here. Very short podcast episodes devoted to things of relevance and some steps people can take or some ideas is hopefully people can extract and employ to their benefit. Now, if you would please subscribe to the podcast, we always are grateful for ratings and reviews and then head over to weatherology.com. That's my company page. Grab the Weatherology mobile app. It's free. Take full advantage of that. And please find me on social media, LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, YouTube. You'll find links on that Weatherology page under about us at the top of my section. There's hyperlinks to those social media sites. You know, I've noticed since my efforts to be active on social media about five years ago, a lot of people claiming to be millionaires. The new social app Clubhouse was the most recent illustration. These chat rooms were developed where people can make all these outrageous claims. When that app first popped out during the pandemic, I jumped on there for about a month just to kind of get a feel for what it was all about. Quickly left the platform, had no interest in spending that much time on a platform that required so much time to build a massive presence. The Millionaire's Breakfast Club, the Billionaire's Boardroom, great advice from millionaires. I mean, all these different rooms. My experience with truly successful people, however, they never boast about success and they certainly wouldn't be part of any group that flaunts their good fortune. They aren't flashy. They aren't pretentious. Ironically, the number of millionaires in America is at an all-time high over the past decade. Recent estimates place 6.7% of the U.S. population in the category of millionaire. Now, that's a little deceiving. That's about 8 million people in a country of 330 million people that have combined assets that exceed $1 million. And by the way, that includes homes that are worth a bunch but leveraged to the max with so-called equity or the perception of equity. So the way they calculate these things, it's very deceiving. Now, if you own your house and have $800,000 worth of equity, that's fantastic. But a lot of people own a million dollar house, but have an $850,000 loan. So they have $150,000 worth of equity, but oftentimes count more than that as their calculations as it pertains to their millionaire status. So I just digress a bit just to help people better understand. And that's really the purpose of this conversation today is to put things into perspective so that we appreciate the perception of wealth is very high, but wealth itself is still very uncommon. Looks are very deceiving, folks. If our net worth is predicated on homes we can't afford, that's not overly impressive in my opinion because it doesn't provide us with the fluidity of having financial freedom. At Anatomy of Success, I teach people fiscal responsibility and real wealth creation. So what are some misconceptions about millionaires that make them difficult to notice, but oftentimes make us feel like we're missing out or not keeping up? Will Rogers said this, too many people spend money they earn to buy things they don't want to impress people they don't even like. So here are eight misconceptions about millionaires.
Number one, big houses. There's a gigantic misconception that ultra-wealthy people live in big houses. Warren Buffett, for instance, still lives in his 1958 Rambler that he purchased for $31,000. Most multiple billionaires, multiple millionaires, very frugal, I've discovered, and they live well below their mean. Shouldn't say most, but a good portion. And it's part of the reason they got to where they're at, because they didn't cave into the temptation for the need to demonstrate their success by flexing in their massive mansion. They are humble, very discreet, and they have tremendous discipline, especially when it comes to creating the perception of wealth and that proclivity many people have to want to show off cars and fancy houses and lifestyles to try to illustrate how successful they are. My advice, live well below your means, live comfortably, have a nice place, have a nice car if you want. There's nothing wrong with those things if you can justify that after all the necessities are addressed. But don't go overboard to the extent where you're house poor or you're living in a big place all alone with all this vacant space that makes it feel empty and sterile. Live comfortably, but in a place that doesn't put you in a predicament where you're forced to be financially stressed. Next, inheritance. And this is a big one as well. Another misconception is that most millionaires are trust fund babies. And once again, leave it to folks that love to chastise success to offer up a myriad of excuses for why they don't do the hard work and they don't have the discipline or the fiscal responsibility required to be successful. All these excuses and labels that you see circulating are the product of people that have given up, given up on the American dream. So they want to tear the system down in favor of something better. That's a great idea. Leave this new invention up to a bunch of idiot ideologues that have never done anything. Let's create something brand new. Bad idea. Stick with the formula that works. Most millionaires are self-made. In a study in 2017, 88% of all millionaires created wealth on their own. And on average, it took between 7 to 14 years to build their first million. So this notion it happens immediately or it's given to you or you're the product of some privilege? Nonsense. People that build wealth in general build it the hard way. 12% get a bump from wealthy parents. Next, technology wizards. Many people believe modern millionaires are technology wizards. Not true. Many are. Most millionaires are hardworking individuals from a variety of professional backgrounds. Finance, healthcare, farmers, self-employed, doctors, dentists, lawyers. A small percentage are involved in high tech. So the point is, you can become a millionaire with a little patience, discipline, and hard work. Small business, whatever it is. Just be frugal, patient, and have a long-term perspective. You don't have to be a PhD in engineering to make this millionaire game plan of yours pan out. Next is luck. And once again, this is a big one. It's a big misconception because it gets perpetrated by misinformed people that love to manufacture explanations for why those people became successful, why they got the lucky breaks. 
Wealthy people are usually very smart because they don't succumb to the same shortcuts that most people can't resist. Did a TikTok video where I've been surprised I haven't been pounced on more frequently, but one knucklehead came by with a Forex platform, of course, who criticized my brief advice as it pertained to building wealth. Okay, okay, genius. One of the great investors of our time. It's like, okay, Mr. Bitcoin guy, we can only imagine where your portfolio is today. Don't even want to ask because you put everything you own, which wasn't much to begin with in this one thing and you've lost probably 80% like most people have. So I'm trying to tell people not what to do with their money, it's investment in general. If that's real estate, if that's the stock market, if it's something else, your small business that you're knowledgeable about, comfortable with, that's what you do. But it isn't lucky, it's a methodical plan. And these folks are calculated in their approach to building wealth. It starts slow, methodical, and over time it grows. It isn't instant gratification. It is luck and it's usually the product of patience and good choices. Many people make horrible financial decisions predicated on impulse. Benjamin Franklin said this, the way to wealth depends on just two words, industry and frugality. Next, extravagant. Most millionaires are very frugal, as we've said. They resist the lavish lifestyle so they can save money, build wealth, invest, live modestly. A lot of people make a decent salary, okay? And here's their formula. They make maybe a six-figure salary. So they justify a lifestyle they really can't afford predicated on leveraging debt. And that's what most people do. And it creates the illusion of success. Fancy car, ah, making payments on it. House, super big, fancy swimming pool. But guess what? Massive mortgage and they're making monthly payments maxed out, incidentally. The savings rate in America got better during COVID, which is great, but still historically has been only around 7 or 8%. And only 70% of the population are making savings a top priority. In a recent study, 40% of all Americans had less than $400 set aside to account for an emergency expenditure. So let's get rid of this idea that we have to be extravagant. As we build wealth, let's be humble, let's be patient, let's not worry about what everybody else Else thinks because most people don't care and most people we care too much about aren't truly our friends anyway. Run our race, be focused and deliberate about building a life we desire regardless of how long it takes. Next, mostly men. The number of millionaires in America is split between men and women. The only difference, men and women usually view money very differently. Millionaire men are more focused on reducing debt. Women historically tend to save a bit more. By the way, 73% of millionaires are white, 9% black, 9% Asian, 9% Latino, and the percentage of black millionaires in America far exceeds the number anywhere else in the world based on ethnicity. Each racial group has between 3 to about 6% of their population categorized as millionaires. So in other words, based on population numbers, these numbers reflect a number of people that are millionaires in their racial group that you would expect predicated on the number of people in that percentile that represent that group of people in this country. So the numbers are commensurate. I hate to say it, but this notion of we got to create more equity and more equality and stuff 
Yeah, I get it. But at what expense and where do we stop and what are the metrics? Most of these companies chasing these things have no idea why they're doing what they're doing. They're just doing it because they don't want to be criticized for not doing enough. But guess what? You're not really helping people become these millionaire black people and Asian people and Latino people and white people if you're not helping them have the right tools and the right mindset and the right discipline and the right perspective and the right positive reinforcement and this notion of women are somehow at some big disadvantage in America. They're not. There's as many men as there are women millionaires. And this pay gap, if you look at the numbers, if you look at the research, and if you look at the actual compensation data, it's not that far off. And it's usually the product of women, ironically, not asking for a raise that they may deserve because women historically have been a little more tentative about being bold and asking for a raise, asking for a promotion. So a lot of times, if there are discrepancies, it's the product of those persons personality differences. So we have to be careful, folks, about buying into the limitations that we can't become a millionaire because we're not a man and we're not a white man. That is simply not true. Next, Republicans. Many people believe Republicans dominate the millionaire class in America. The truth, there are more Democratic millionaires in America. Political opinions among the wealthy are diverse. Next, academic scholars. Although most millionaires did go to college, they didn't get top grades. The lesson, great students are normally exceptional at rewards and punishment and following the system, following the rules. But the people that make the most successful entrepreneurs innovate. They create success. They create their own rules. They defy the existing rules and build new formulas, new systems for creating wealth. That's what I encourage folks to do. Yeah, the academics, it's important, the education and stuff, if that's the path you take. But most people I know that are highly successful, that stuff really didn't matter at all. What mattered was their drive, ambition, discipline, fiscal acumen, business acumen, financial responsibility, focus, all the things that a lot of highly educated people unfortunately don't excel at because they focus on excelling at retention and regurgitating information. And that's okay. But don't presuppose that because you're a good student, you're somehow going to be a successful entrepreneur because a lot of times it doesn't work out that way. John Templeton said this, famous investor, the only investors who shouldn't diversify are those who are right 100% of the time. And that's what we've been seeing a lot over the past several years, folks. A lot of people jump on fads, trends, all in on Bitcoin. They've lost everything. So we have to be careful. We have to have a diversified approach to building wealth and be patient and learn to become knowledgeable about the things that we invest in. And I know some of these things I touched on today are sensitive and highly divisive in our country. But I'm here to encourage everyone, regardless of your race, religion, sexual orientation, or whatever the case may be, you can do this if you want to. And please don't subscribe to this rhetoric of negativity that's so pervasive today that creates all these labels and excuses and tries to come up with explanations for why somebody that looks like you or has a lifestyle like you do can't get ahead because of some barriers out there. It's just not true. Because I know people from all these different racial categories, religious categories, and sexual orientation categories that have defied a lot of these things that are being discussed today. And they're appalled by it because they want to encourage people like them to jump on board 
board to the way they did it. And I hope you find people like that if that's your struggle in life and associate with people like you that have done something like you want to do. And you'll find they don't make excuses and they don't buy in to a lot of the nonsense that's so prevalent today. I know we meandered off a course a little bit today, but this is an important conversation about wealth creation and building wealth and the perception of wealth and what it actually takes and who can actually participate in it. And I'm telling you, you can if you want to. So I hope you enjoyed this conversation today on these eight things, these eight misconceptions about millionaires and get on this journey for yourself that really gets focused and realistic about what it takes. Come back next week. I'm Steve Wollenhaus. This is Anatomy of Success. Until then, let's stay focused, let's stay positive, and let's stay optimistic. Oh,